Welcome to Real Lucha Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Lawrence. And I'm Miguel. And we're here officially back, I might say, because we were really struggling with a name for the pod, and we finally got it. Real Lucha, it's back, same name as before, and I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah, some people might think it's really funny that it took us a while to uh, just end up deciding to go back with the original name, <laughs> for, yeah. which was Real Lucha, because we had some other ones like Spaghetti Boys and uh, just a whole bunch of other ones like you know, Midnight Men, you could think, you know. We did that one? I mean, we thought of that concept? Yeah, it was more of a joke, though. Uh, one of our bo- other boys, Andy, who's was going to make an appearance um, eventually on here, suggested that. But, yeah, there's a whole bunch of other ones, like, you know, um, Inc- Peruvians, because like, we're Peruvian. I really uh, wanted to do a Peruvian name, but that's okay. Uh, yeah, Real Lucha, it's what we started back. What was, um, when did we start Real Lucha? Originally back in the beginning of 2017. So, uh, that was a first and foremost a movie podcast. Yes, and now we are transitioning. It's not really transition because it's been it's been gone for a while. We haven't been doing this for a bit, and uh, we might plan to do movies. But right now, what we're excited about to talk about, I should say, mm-hmm. is all elite wrestling, specifically. Being the elite as of right now. Right, yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, I'm really excited to talk about being the elite. I think it's something that doesn't get um, uh, too much attention. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, Finn, for those of you that don't know, Being the Elite is a YouTube channel that was started out by uh, three um, wrestlers, three pro wrestlers. Then They've been in business for a while and still are today. Uh, the Young Bucks, Matt and Nick Jackson, and Kenny Omega. And they call themselves... As being the three of them together as being the elite or just elite, yeah, <laughs> yeah, the elite, yeah. And the then elite. the YouTube channel is called Being the Elite. Uh, we've done a bunch of test podcasts before this, about three. To be honest, I'm not sure if we're even going to release them, but if we do, I think there's definitely some insight into our minds as to yeah. what kind of pro wrestling fans we are. And I like to say that. Uh, there is a good possibility of us releasing that. If not, we wanted to uh, reiterate that being the elite is an important part of um, what AEW is and was. And the, it's my opinion, probably in a lot of people's opinion, maybe even fact, that it created all elite wrestling. Yeah, because obviously, because two of those... Wait, was Kenny involved in the cre- its creation as well? Or just the Young Bucks? Of those three, I mean. Of what? Of, being, of uh, AEW. Was Kenny Omega also involved in its creation? Or is he, he's just technically just a talent? He's involved in the sense that he was so huge in being the elite. Right, He was okay. such a big part of yeah. that. Uh, I guess technically you could say the background stuff, you can put Cody over Kenny because originally Cody... And the Bucks were the three EVPs, right? Executive Vice Presidents of All Elite Wrestling. And then when they brought Kenny in, not only did they sign him as talent, but they also, this isn't a gimmick, this isn't for the show, they also give him the title of Executive Vice President of the company. No, that's a high, that's a very high position in the company. And it's kind of like, a, <laughs> we'll get to that in, yeah. in a while of, um, they they were kind of joking a lot about four e- 
EVPs, like, oh, what kind of company has four executive vice presidents? You know, so many, but we do. <laughs> <laughs> but AEW does. AEW, we're here to stay. And I am really excited to kick off this. I think what, what really, I think what we're thinking of for the podcast as of this moment is to talk about being the elite. I don't think it's something that's heavily talked about uh, in podcast form. Anyone that talks about it, it's really just a quick glimpse of like, oh, I think that they're going to go through to this storyline and on uh, Dynamite because of what happened in being the elite. Real quick, like someone will just say that. Uh, anyone can correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't see a lot of people covering being the elite for uh, just its hilarity. It's, yeah. It's... Yeah. Um, it's joke. It's funny jokes. Uh, it's inside humor and um, it's storytelling. Because being the elite was created from the Bucks and Kenny because they knew that they weren't gonna get a ton of TV time to really shell out their characters for a New Japan audience and for a Ring of Honor audience. So they use being the elite as a platform to. Um, not only um, give, show, share some insight in the early days of um, vlogging, right? Oh, you know, the, uh, we're going here, we're going there. We're going from SoCal to the East Coast to Japan to back to SoCal. So all the traveling that they would do. But they would also be in gimmick and talk about uh, some feuds that they would be in. And then it, sometimes it created feuds <laughs> within the show and that it would spill into ROH um, PWG, New Japan, and now Dynamite. It's really, really cool. And if no one, if you're not really that big a fan, maybe if you're a fan of AEW and you really don't want to follow BTE, I think hopefully following us reminiscing on what, well, I've seen the whole thing since it started. Right. And Miguel yeah. has seen a little bit of it, but he's really going to deep dive into what being the elite is and i'm so excited for him because it's going to be really cool and i think our dynamic's going to be of me trying to think back what were my thoughts watching this when i was watching this way back when <laughs> uh, four years ago now the yeah. beginning of it and uh miguel can talk about what he thinks of now and then ask questions re- retroactively of what was happening there and then me um talking about my thought process back then and my thought process now as to what any of uh, these little skits or whatnot has become yeah all right uh no yeah very well said very articulate uh the thing with being elite is that it's basically it's essentially an, uh, an extension of what the what the these three young guys uh three young wrestlers do um they just it's an extension of what they do in wrestling in the ring and this is very like th- this is very entertaining for people that are not wrestling fans too because it's like a comedy show essentially that's what it is like it really shows like honestly this shows like another side of their talent i feel uh, other than being just pro wrestlers they could be probably this may be me overextending but like you know maybe in movies or even like you know uh doc or um documentaries or or reality shows. This is like a reality show. It is. And but like it's a in my mind in my opinion, it's a cool reality show. Nothing like that's you know, shoved that's like that's shoved down the throats of all the people from the E channel, no offense to the E channel, E network channel. 
Um, and, and a little like, bit of offense, a little bit of offense. And it's not lame. And when it is lame, it's because they're trying to make it lame. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, because they want it's for comedic effect. I like that's what I love about this. It's so funny. Um, even if there's no absolutely no wrestling in this, and we're huge wrestling fans, we would probably still love it because it's just it's hilarious. And it, I mean, it does help that they are wrestlers, so we know them from that. But if uh, a person from the outside, like he has nothing to do with the Young Bucks or like never seen them or doesn't like doesn't care for wrestling, sees this channel. I mean, if they like they have a, like at least somewhat decent sense of humor, they're gonna find this pretty funny. I I agree. Uh... I think we're gonna start off with I think what we're we're thinking of for our format is we're going to go into being the elite episodes one through ten and any of the videos that they've uploaded uh, within that time span maybe we can switch up the you know that we were thinking of in groups of ten by episodes and any any videos that they did within that time span we're thinking of doing ten by ten by ten and then like I said those videos in between. Um, for this foreseeable future I think it's easier now because it is the early vlog days when we get to later on for example today's being the elite is in you know episode 200 plus it's uh, it's longer these videos are longer and there's a lot more content so possibly we can maybe slow down as to um doing like one through tens but for the foreseeable future i think that's what we're gonna aim for one through ten uh ten through you know eleven through twenty and the videos in between uploaded in between and uh just uh get a like a little deep dive maybe not so deep dive maybe really just uh saying like little funny things that we liked about that and we're gonna start off with a prelude to being the elite which is these video these funny little videos that they that started it all started the first videos uploaded to the channel being the elite on youtube so why don't we jump right into that it's essentially what it really is all in a nutshell and i say this with all the love of my heart to you elite guys young bucks and kenny omega uh it's a set all those videos little videos was like uh eight to ten videos it was prelude videos to the being the elite channel there was quite a few uh, yeah so yeah. all in a nutshell basically it's just a bunch of nonsense they do just stuff that's like silly Stupid, just nonsense, but good nonsense, funny nonsense. It's the begin, the humble beginnings <laughs> as to what being the elite becomes. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's even like a, a video or two where it's essentially twenty to twenty to like thirty seconds long, and really all it is is like it's something that like we were like left us a little confused, but it was like because of that, it's what that's what made it funny. It's like I think there was one where like. Uh, it's playing daunting music, and then they're walking out into the hallway in their wrestling gear, saying, "I don't remember what they said, but like it was like in that slow motion, deep voice. That's all it was." Right. Well, I, I mean, yeah, you're, I think you're jumping the gun a little bit. I think we should uh, kind of go into some like uh, the order in which uh, which the videos came in. What do you think? Oh yeah, no, yeah, like that definitely. I think that actually might have been the second, no, the third video. All right. So, first video ever being the elite, we got the karaoke scene. Oh, I love that scene. I actually love that video a lot. Apparently, they were trying to, they were making a formal, quote unquote, formal apology to the New Japan pro wrestling audience. Yeah, and uh, things that stick out is Kenny's holding the IWGP Intercontinental title. Oh, good old times. 
Man, that's that was four years ago. Yeah, it really doesn't seem that long ago <laughs> that he had it, the IWGP Intercontinental Championship. If you remember correctly, WrestleMania Wrestle Kingdom ten, AJ Styles faced Shinsuke Nakamura for the belt. Shinsuke won, retaining. They moved to WWE. Uh, Shinsuke drops the title because he's no longer part of the company, and. Uh, the there was a there was a a small little feud that Kenny was like oh you know Shinsuke is being a little bitch yeah. he's running away <laughs> yeah I wanted to take that title from him I didn't want to freaking you know win some sort of tournament for it so what happened was with the vacated title they made it so that it would be Kenny versus Tanahashi for the belt oh, okay yeah that was a good idea and um, oh man now my memory's kind of um, it's kind of uh, I'm kind of losing a little bit of uh, what this was, but I remember Kenny was putting the IWGP title on the line in a ladder match. I don't remember if Kenny won the title already or if that's how they were gonna gain the title. It was gonna be Kenny versus Tanahashi. That was gonna be the first. I believe that was gonna be the first ever ladder match in New Japan history. Oh, Tanahashi unfortunately came down with a injury, and in that ladder match they replaced him with uh, Michael Elgin. The guy who won the first ever reject rumble, the re- yeah. that's the job, like the job of battle like royal, yeah, yeah, that I remember Kenny, that. The, that's, I remember because that Kenny calls himself. That was my first Wrestle Kingdom. Exactly. I think that was that yours too. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That was, that was Wrestle uh, Wrestle Kingdom. Wrestle Kingdom eleven, and that was so much fun to watch. Hey, but I got a hand to that battle royal. I, because of that battle royal, that silly battle, I remember Michael Elgin to this day. That's the <laughs> yeah, main thing right. I, I thought that, yeah, Jabber battle royal. I thought that that was gonna be uh, nothing, but yeah, now we can remember him. Um, they mentioned Tiger Atori, who is a part of Creative for New Japan. Uh, they mention, uh, not mentioned. They do the suck it chops. Man, that brings me back. <laughs> so back when uh, the Bullet Club days were uh, in its heyday, the box everybody would do uh, suck it chops they would do two sweets really as because bullet club was kind of everyone to this day gives the comparison to nwo because of how big it is because of um it's a big faction it's a cool faction like the nwo was and because they throw out the two sweets and that wasn't that was a that was on purpose right that was something that uh finn balor and uh, carl uh, carl anderson would do you know just in their time in in their spare time and then they're like let's just add it to tv who's gonna do anything and, and no one did anything for such a long time yeah. so interesting point. um nick mentions uh he says sorry tanahashi <laughs> yeah <laughs> because he didn't get the because he didn't get the intercontinental belt um all right so that that really clears up the first video oh and uh they sang uh uh part of me by katie perry exactly that was their way of saying sorry which i love <laughs> So is, that a so- is that a song that says sorry? No. Okay. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but Basically, yeah, yeah. To, to give them your critique on uh, how well they sing. Well, and, all right. So they're all obviously... Ter- <laughs> Let me put it this way. To, when, as we're watching, I tell Larry next to me, I'm like, they're all terrible, but Kenny was the best singer out of all of them. <laughs> which says something, even... Even him, the best one, it was still terrible. And they were, well, obviously they were trying to be funny. They were trying to be terrible. Uh, because that's essentially like, 
that the way he's saying sorry just to sing a song so i'm like all right so and if i if i ever want to apologize to someone should i sing them the song <laughs> <laughs> so uh on to the next video uh which was called uh, ballers and shot callers see now when we were re- <laughs> when we when we were watching this one this video got me thinking miguel is this are these early videos of being the elite, are they even going to be enough uh, it got me questioning to think is this going to be enough content for us to eat, put a whole pot on because this is one of those videos where they're just uh, effing around yeah. shooting basketballs oh, well, like an indoor amusement park a mm-hmm. little adventure land exactly kind of, yeah. uh, they super kick someone they do- start doing a suck it chance when they're on the court on the ground so that was uh, basically all she wrote about that that, but that got me thinking like I was wondering to myself uh, I wonder if the Young Bucks, I wonder if they by any chance played like high school ball or something. Because I know Omega, it looked like he didn't. Because he kind of said he didn't make one basket. I think <laughs> you're going to see in a future episode of Being the Elite, if I remember correctly, Nick specifically says he really likes basketball. If, okay. If I'm not mistaken. Slick Nick. You'll, you'll hear about that. So The younger one, that's right? The yep, younger, the younger okay. one of the, of the Bucks. Nick, Nick Jackson. So... Now we move on to this video where they shout out the New Day. Yeah. Where they give a New Day Rocks a chance. So, Which is weird because they're kind of like pissed. Like they're like kind of like yelling at the New Day. Be like, yeah, you guys think you're the best. You're awesome. Or something. They were saying something different. But like, yeah, but we're actually the best three man faction in the business. And then they start saying New Day, chanting New Day Rocks. <laughs> <laughs> they do, didn't they? Well, uh, that while they are wearing New Day shirts, so that's the big difference between New Japan and WWE. A big difference, right? When you're the big fish, you're not allowed to talk about the smaller fish. No, right? Of course not. But when you're the small guy, you can do whatever you want to the big guy, basically. And until well, nowadays now some cease and desist come. But you kind of think of it like McDonald's. McDonald's never talks about the other fast food chains. Mm-hmm. But didn't you remember there was uh, another fast food chain that was doing commercials um, dissing the other ones? I think it was Burger King or something like that. Right. They would go to uh, Wendy's and they would be like, "Yeah, can I order something?" And then they'd be like, "Oh, do you want a baked potato instead?" And they're like, "Baked potato? What are you insane?" You know, just so you can. Make fun of the, the bigger guy, but the bigger guy can't ever acknowledge the smaller guy. No. That's what we get here. Um, but that ends up... They're trying to start a feud, the elite against the New Day, and that goes somewhere. And that's huge because the New Day are WWE. You can kind of almost say now they're probably going to be WWE lifers, right? Yeah. Yep. And... Uh, that means you will never see them cross any promotion, right? But we kind of saw it. That's <laughs> something for the future, though. Yeah. So that's kind of cool that we're already getting a little bit of that right here. So um, then we go on to uh, Kenny uh, GTS. That was just weird. It was basically a skit of Kenny sleeping naked with his uh, title. And the Bucks are, for whatever reason, sleeping under his bed. You notice, uh, well, I mean, it's hard to really pinpoint uh, who exactly said this, but, like, Kenny, he's kind of, like, parodying and paying homage to, like, past wrestlers, like, wrestlers throughout the past who would, like, talk about, oh, yeah, like, I sleep in my title. I think Jericho might even said it, like, what, like a long time ago. He sleeps of his titles, like, his, you know, when he was Undisputed Champ, I think he's, like, he sleeps of both the WWE title and world title. 
he he sleeps with him in his bed. Because I, I think I'm pretty sure plenty of us, well, not plenty, but a few wrestlers have said that. And if and if Kenny did this because of that, that's very good memory on his part and paying homage to it. Because essentially what he's doing, what that means, like uh, he wants to, he want, he want, he's basically sleeping with it. He's you know trying to uh, Im- imply that he's having like you know a certain amount, certain like. Uh, Type of way with his title. I could have sworn you were going to say that he was playing homage to Shawn Michaels, who I think has a famous shoot of him taking a picture with nothing but the belt over his genitals. Oh, I actually forgot about that. <laughs> okay, so uh, there's not much to say about that. Uh, but you you pulled a, a lot more than than I did, so uh, kudos to you. Uh, Classic Vines was another video, and that had a lot of cameos from Bullet Club. Back then, it was like, oh, cool, you know, you see him, but now. That Bullet Club's not really... That's not the same Bullet Club. So it's pretty cool to see uh, videos of the Bucks together with Tamatanga, uh, Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson. Um, and yeah, that brings me back. And, and they did a few videos of them super kicking Santa Claus and <laughs> <laughs> them getting choke slammed out the presents by Santa Claus. So uh, anything to say about that? Uh, no, other than the fact that uh, this was probably the start of their feud with Santa. Because <laughs> you saw some more, yes, right? Yeah. Okay, that's t- uh, for later on. You'll see eventually we'll talk. We'll get more into that in later podcasts. Yeah, I feel like I'm going to be saying that a lot, so apologies now, but more is to come for, for that storyline. <laughs> uh, let's see, what do we else do we got? We got uh, Cena versus Owens, Monday Night Raw video, which is just. The Bucks bringing in Kenny for a harmless rib. Shout out to a future episode. Harmless rib. Where uh, they want to watch Raw, but in reality, they are uh, playing with uh, John Cena and uh, Kevin Owens toys. Yep, exactly. And While the actual match is playing on television. It looks like they're paying no attention to it. Or actually, I don't know if the actual match was, but it just showed Cena there on television. And the intent behind that video is a little shout out to a really good friend of theirs, Kevin Owens. Right? When they, they used to wrestle a lot with him, his, at the time his name was Kevin Steen. Right? It's his real name. And uh, actually, them, them two, Kevin and Adam Cole were part of a little faction themselves called uh, the Mount Rushmore of wrestling. That's that's cl- that's priceless. I didn't even know that. I yeah, that I don't know. back in their PWG days. <laughs> so pretty cool. Pretty cool that we got a... You can see a video. You can find a video of the four of them. Like uh, Kevin, in particular, shooting a promo. And they're uh, all in uh, backstage in uh, the PW- PWG uh, Reseda uh, hallway. And... Um, doing a that a little promo on them being the Mount Rushmore of wrestling. You can still find that on YouTube. So <laughs> probably gonna light that up after this. Yeah, uh, I I suggest so. Uh, Dalton Castle, a video of him talking oh, with I a weird uh, Kenny doll thing. It was like a broom, a bunch of like clothes and like shit on a broom, and he gets super kicked. Yep. Uh, I mean, just, just, the cool thing is we got to see Dalton Castle. Uh, the, uh, he's a guy that we saw on ROH. Him and the boys, uh, they they really spoke to us, I guess, when we when we first saw them. Yeah, guys, just make sure like if you ever meet him, don't mess with his boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what did you say about what did you say about that? Because yeah, whoever Dalton Castle fought, 
and uh when that one ROH pay per view we got like a year or a year and a half ago or something like that. Uh, I forgot his, who his opponent was. Maybe it was Jay Lethal or Christopher Daniels, like you were saying. Um, one of them, his, basically, their opponent started attacking the boys, you know, his henchmen. And then the commentator said, yeah, then that apparently drove Dalton Castle mad, sort of like, you know, really wailing on his opponent. Then the commentator said, yeah, I don't, you never mess with a man's boys. <laughs> classic line, classic line. <laughs> so now we get into the video where Matt gets stood up. And I feel like this is kind of more of the signs of um, them really getting into skits. This is a little bit starting towards there. And that's going to be a huge part of the future of being the elite. Uh, Pretty simple here. Pretty simple stuff. Uh, Matt calls Kenny. Uh, Kenny looks like he's jerking it. But (laughs) in reality, him and Nick are playing uh, Super Nintendo. Yes. Teenage I love that Turtle, game. Turtles in Time. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Turtles in Time. But yeah, that was a really... That brings us back because we are Super Nintendo kids. We used to play that all the time. And uh, we used to play that game in particular. So I used to love dying in that game too. Miguel is a master. <laughs> speaking of which, Miguel is a master at Donkey Kong Country. He's the best. Anyways, uh, we go from there to... Darts... What The Darts video. That was oh, another, yeah. basically, a worse version of... Uh, <laughs> yeah, no words were spoken, right? Uh, Just ballers of- and shot callers, yeah. yeah. And, and, uh, and showing close-ups of uh, Nick um, uh, doing the sucky. Okay, so now what else do we got? In a bad way, the Elite wins the uh, Never Trios Championships in New Japan. Trios uh, Tag Championships. Well, that's what it was. I was wondering what it was. Yeah, uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, they won uh, the. That's the night they won those titles, and you get a bunch of merch from that classic pick of like of them of the Bucks doing their pose and Kenny kind of throwing a gun to the air, and you kind of take that image, make it black and white, and you see it on a bunch of stuff. There was these cool Converse-looking shoes. That had like that photo of them with their never open weight uh, uh, trios titles. So um, <laughs> those trios titles you're gonna see a lot in uh, Wrestle Kingdom, right? <laughs> These random teams just uh, vying for it. We even got to see a Ricochet defend that belt at once. Oh, okay, I think was it a Wrestle Kingdom? Yeah, and yeah, I, I saw I, it, but I don't, I don't remember. I can't even remember who is. Who his mates were in that team. Was it Matt Seidel? Was he one of them? No, but that's a good point. That's a good name to bring up because they used to tack a lot in uh, when they were uh, in the Indies. So, By the way, how is he... Real quick, is he, he's still in the AEW, right? Like, how is he... Uh, has he been... Who? Ha- Matt Seidel. Has he been having matches here? Matt Seidel, formerly known as Evan Bourne in WWE? Yes, yeah. Because remember, I don't have cable right now, so I haven't been able to watch AEW, unfortunately. Former part of the former member of the tag team uh, Air Boom with uh, Kofi Kingston. Yes, he is in AEW yes. apparently, but we haven't seen too much of him. He's had a match, I believe, in Dark, and he's had a match. Uh, he's had one to two matches, but he's not a weekly uh, shown okay. player yet. But he's there. Nice. He's there. He's more there than um, Matt Cardona. Okay. So well, that's good. I'm yeah. more entertained by Seidel than Cardona. Not that he's that bad, but 
I'm a big I'm a big fan of Cardona. I, I right now he's kind of in limbo with his contract. He only he, I don't know why, but he signed a very short deal with yeah. AEW, which is now over. Yeah. Uh, I want to see him back there. I really do. Okay, so now we're going back to being the elite, the prelude episodes. We have uh, hearing things. That was. That was another skit. I didn't think it was that funny. The funniest part was uh, Kenny's house was Fresh Prince of Belair's house, and, uh, <laughs> and Matt's house was the full house house. And, and I love how the, when it shows him inside, it looks absolutely nothing like it. Exactly. <laughs> like you could tell, it says Kenny's house, but you could tell Kenny's in an apartment, is in a, is in a, um, a hotel room. And uh, when Nick's filming his, they they're doing a skit because in one of the in the the in a bad way video nick says that he <laughs> nick says that he hates his family <laughs> and then they have like these videos of like what happens you know in movies at the end of movies they yeah. show a picture slow-mo of uh or a freeze frame of a character and it right. says in the future what they're up to yep. yeah so nick's was uh he got divorced from his wife and uh it was funny because in kenny's we're filming this october year 2020 right in his video which was four years ago where they filmed that he said the year 2020 kenny signed a wwe legacy deal with um wwe without ever sending a uh foot in the wwe wwe ring which i thought was very funny and how different like the landscape was there was a real chance that kenny could have signed wwe multiple times but thanks to the bucks Thanks to Kenny himself, Cody, uh, his wife Brandy, and you know uh, Chris Jericho, Jr. and most importantly Tony Khan. That's not the case. AEW. That's where he landed. So now we got uh, AJ crying. The real reason AJ crying video. And that was a video uh, just shouting out AJ. AJ and the Bucks are close. Kenny has said that AJ's his dream matchup yep. in wrestling to this day. He can AJ a, a match that AJ and him had in Kenny's hometown in Winnipeg turned Kenny's life around from thinking to give giving up on pro wrestling business and possibly going into something like MMA. To like, wow, look at how good this guy is. I think I should stick with this. I, he's bringing... That match was so much fun. I think I'm going to stick with this. So I... Please, if I can see AJ in an AEW ring against Kenny, that would be amazing. Um, I'd pay to watch that. I would pay so much. So, take all my money. Now, uh, yeah, so I... Oh, man, this is how much I love AJ. I think I can count... How many times you'll see him in being the elite in the future? Which, I, to my recollection right now, is outside of like a picture, right? Like literally in the video. I think you'll see him probably two more times. Two? Yep. Oh, <laughs> you gotta have to Very wait. Sporadic. You're gonna have to wait for that though. Very sporadic. Because both times he's with WWE, so it's not <laughs> like they can make a, a full skit with him. Oh, but he makes like a, a few little cameos, which is really, really, really cool. Still helping out the Bucks. I believe, I believe he was once quoted as the Bucks are family. He said that. Okay. So, uh, the video, best trio in the world. They give another shout out to New Day. Nick in particular says 
that they are the best trio in the world. So watch out for that. Uh oh. Yeah. Uh, now Small rivalry. <laughs> Elite conversations was just another video. It wasn't that big a deal. They were literally talking uh, what they were gonna do before they went into a New Japan ring. And uh, the thing I took away from that was Kenny mentioned that Zootopia was a good movie that just came out. And I was like, oh man, like it came out a while ago. So I'm I'm a big uh, Disney fan, and I think they're thinking of making Zootopia an attraction at Disney World. So I'm kind of excited about that. Uh, Nick wrestles with his daughter in the next video. Yeah, and she owned him. She did. That was hilarious. Yeah. I. What do you think of when you see that video like that? Uh, reminds me of uh, little girl wrestling in Japan, ball up doll wrestling, ball up doll matches in Japan. That that's not where I went at all. But I'm so glad that you mentioned that. Uh, what Miguel's, did you think? Miguel's uh, thinking specifically when Kenny Omega actually wrestled the blow up doll in New Japan. Coda so did. His, his boy coded it too. Yeah. They both did. Oh, because, okay. I didn't see the code get the Kenny one. Yo, yeah, it was really cool. He did. Uh, what was his name? Zangief's Ultra finisher from street fighter and if you <laughs> if you know the you can only really do that to a blow-up doll because it's just so many uh, suplexes in one and just to to chain all of them together you can't really do that with a person yeah no no I mean, maybe maybe you can but it's gonna be it would be really diff- it'd be pretty difficult so uh yeah they both did and that's a that and when kenny wrestled that girl as i mentioned the eight-year-old girl at the time yeah in japan right it wasn't yeah. i don't even think that was part of ddt that was like somewhere else and yeah um i actually just thought oh that's just endearing you know uh matt and nick are huge family men yes family guys and um you'll see more and more when you watch being the elite when they're just talking about whatever i they sometimes people call them mormons because they don't really do a lot they don't drink they don't uh, do drugs so they're straight edge right but I mean like just because you're straight edge doesn't mean like you're more but the, like you ask them like what their interests are and like they don't have like big interest in video games like uh, Kenny does I don't think they're big sports guys like uh, some other you know some of our yeah. like the Miz and Dolph yes. Ziggler and stuff like that so and they don't have a big uh, wrestling, colle- wrestling wrestling toy collections like guys like uh, Ryder and yeah so um yeah, I, that's just I will will explore that explore that more in uh, pods to come and uh, episodes to come. So now we have uh, a quick message. Oh, and the reason why I say that is like, oh, you know, they're just they're kind of like Mormons and that like they don't have a ton of interest like that. So what they're always mention and any family person would do this in general is like their life is their family. No, not Nick. He often hates his family. <laughs> That's a work. It's a work. It's a work. Okay. So, uh, Nick wrestles with daughter. We said that. Uh, quick message from Nick. So, he, like, put, puts a photo of Taker over his face. Yeah. You were wondering what that was. Yeah, I was like, because it looked good. Good job. Like, <laughs> he did a good job. But, like, because I couldn't see any of the cracks, really. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I was just too into it. I, I didn't. Uh, yeah i just i thought i was like how's he doing that it do you remember that spot where taker and brock were wrestling and brock gets up and just starts laughing taker's face and yes then taker laughs back yeah it's a classic right yeah classic uh, gif now yeah um 
Well, they put a picture of Nick's face on to take it. I thought that was pretty hilarious, actually. Way funnier than the actual, like, video. Because (laughs) that pic was at the end of the video. Um, Then we get the video where the fan gets super kicked. This is what happens when fans get super kicked. And this is in Japan. And if I remember the story correctly, it's really, really cool in Japan. Because when you're a wrestler, you get sponsors. So, fan Japanese fans will go to these foreign wrestlers, and they will pay their dinner. They will pay their dinner for them in exchange for super kicks for some time with the, with oh, the guys. Okay. All right, very cool, right? Yeah, it is pretty cool. It's like a, it's tradition there now. It's very very cool, and you're gonna see a lot of that in being the elite. You'll see a lot of that. Shout out to um, Fat Ass Masa, as you as Miguel didn't know, doesn't know who that is. If you guys don't know who that is, just you know, uh, stay tuned. And yeah, so uh, in that in that instance where that they show that guy get super kicked over and over again, he's either one of the sponsors who asked to get super kicked, or he's a fan in that restaurant where they were eating and asked to get super kicked. Bam. Oh. So, yeah. And there's a video of uh, Ballard chopping the crap out of a fan, uh, a sponsor or whatnot. Or maybe it wasn't even a fan or sponsor. It might have been, like, the owner of the restaurant. What do you mean by, ch- like, giving him a lot of chops? Like, or, the, like, getting really, or like a really hard oh. ones. Yeah. Is he okay? Was he okay? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. And we're going to finish this up with we they literally tore the house down so they did this goofy <laughs> uh effect i think on their phone where you know those boulders are falling down they literally tore the house down with it, there, there's not much to say about that you know they came back from a um, new japan match and all those rocks are falling and that sums up that sums up all the videos that were prior to episode one of being the elite miguel what'd you think as a new viewer um, like I was, like I said before, this is a this is a great prelude to what being the elite is. Essentially, them just acting like themselves almost uh, beyond the ring, uh, and a whole bunch of nonsense to really um, cap it off on how to or like or to initialize what being the elite is gonna be. Because I mean, na- the the young well, the young bucks and Kenny Omega, the elite guys, they're just really. I feel I kind of feel like they want to be like they could make good actors like co- comedian actor comedic actors because they're always and by that uh, like don't take it to heart so much because by that I don't mean like yeah they're actually like good actual good actors no that's not exactly what I mean what I mean is that for like um, a certain style of comedy like overacting kind of like what Jim Carrey does essentially. He, they were, they were, I think they're great at overacting stuff, and that's essentially what makes them really funny. And <laughs> being the elite, and, and wrestling, being and especially in being the elite, because that's where you see more of it, because it's them talking, and um, and they kind of they, they they're kind of pranksters a bit too. Like for example, <laughs> the video game, like it's as it, it, it <laughs> like they were jerking it, because like you just see like their upper body, like you see like. Vi- vibrating like you could tell they're vibrating from the bottom then but really they just have their controllers down <laughs> low in that area and then just like just the language they use be like can't two men have privacy but like let's finish what we started like with like kind of a provocative smile on their face it's <laughs> they're definitively trying to do like a sexual innuendo yeah that is uh 
a work in itself. A work within a work. <laughs> or like the times when they're like randomly like be mad at each other, be like, oh, I don't want to talk to you. Be like, or when Nick was like, I'm gonna ignore his call, and then he starts laughing profusely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, I'm really glad to hear uh, your take on it. Uh, when I was watching these videos mm, back then, I was just, I was still getting to know them. I was still getting to know who the Bucks and Kenny were. Uh, I believe the first time I ever heard of Kenny Omega was from, I'm a big fighting game uh, enthusiast, I guess you can say. I'm not very good at any of them. I, in my mind, I like to say I, I suck when it comes competitively, but I love them. And I love following uh, fighting game tournaments, especially back in the day when um, Marvel vs. Capcom uh, 3 was in its heyday. And um, before all this, before COVID, you know, um, there was some big time fighting game tournaments. And one of them, probably the second, third, fourth, there's really four big ones, right? And the biggest one was Evo. It's not that one. The one, there was one called CEO, which stands for Community Effort Orlando, took place in Orlando, Florida. They flew out Kenny Omega to go to that tournament and to like kind of like you know say hi to people enter a tournament and uh like kind of be like a, a gimmick thing because they they did like a battle royal kind of uh, uh event where like two people would play and then whoever won a street fighter match the loser leaves and then the winner stays yeah. on and then the next person comes <laughs> out and kenny was one of the entrants right. and then another guy that was dressed as john cena came in and kenny super kicked them that's so, awesome. so just like cool stuff like that. His and he had he started a feud with Xavier Woods um, there too in that same tournament. And now him just making that cameo appearance in a CEO. Yeah. To now they have a they have um, uh, a working partnership. We uh, Fighter Fest was uh, an AEW pay per view that was free to watch. That coincided with with CEO, which is that fighting game tournament that happens once a year. Mm -hmm. So those two are one, and Kenny and the person who runs that, which is uh, Alex Bailey, will work together to do that. Very very cool. That just a little cameo turned into like a a a partnership. That's pretty cool. A business partnership with video games, and and you'll see multiple times that Kenny says. Uh, he wants to, he lo- he loves wrestling, but eventually, what he really wants to do is he wants to have some future in video game. He says like e- video game like uh, esports, which is you know uh, video. He'd be a ga- great commentator, com- competitive. I, I guess. feel Kenny would be amazing, and he I think he's commentated a very little bit, but uh, he has some talent with him himself. So uh, as a Street Fighter player, so I. And uh, I respect him so much for that. He's just, just you know, just the two worlds colliding for me, which I'm a lover of both. It's really cool. And yeah, so um, just all these, all these stuff that we get to see. That's the first time I saw Kenny, and then I he saw I saw him wearing a Bullet Club shirt. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> I saw AJ and Balor were part of Bullet Club, and then I realized, oh. He's now the new leader of Bullet Club. They didn't just get some random guy. Like he's the leader of Bullet Club. They were able to bring him, you know, to to CEO, which I thought was huge. 
Uh, yeah, one of the big three leaders, in my opinion. I know. It went downhill from there. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Tama. I know Tama's so proud of Bullet Club right now, but, uh, man, you should... Tama, you should be leader. You are... You, one of the OGs should be leader. If not you, then Fale. Come on. Wait, who's leader right now? Well, it went from Jay White, which I was not in love with, that, that change... And from Jay White, now it's, uh, I think, Evil. Evil? <laughs> yeah, wow. I think Evil's the leader. Now that is Evil. <laughs> evil being the, the leader. Yeah, he betrayed L.I.J., man. So, um, that that sucks. But, uh, hey, maybe they're doing good stuff. Uh, unfortunately, we can't follow them that closely. Maybe we could, but we just, you know, we don't really have the time. No, unfortunately. So, yeah. Um, that was it. I'm so excited to get on to more being the elite. We're we're going on a lot longer than I even thought we would. I, I was, and now I'm saying, I, I was funny that I didn't think that this was going to be enough to uh, talk about. But well, no, it was. It's <laughs> a good, a lot of a good amount of content that it provided. Yeah, uh, but yeah, we definitely have to, uh, you know, start throwing out that X. Um, yeah. Do you want any parting words? Uh, I can't wait to continue watching Mean Elite and rewatch some episodes that I've seen already. Uh, oh, the oh yeah, and also no, another uh, good thing about this, another important thing on um a, on being the elite is that uh, as as it goes the as it progresses, I feel like and don't don't tell me if I'm right or wrong. Um, I feel like it's gonna show more and more of what life is like on the road like what it was actually like in, in a positive way so yeah but yeah i guess well that it's yet to be seen and if it does or doesn't whether it does or doesn't we're gonna we're gonna um chime in on it and and let you know how that is how that goes sounds good to me all right all right so before we, we say good night we should get, give you to each other too sweet too sweet and thanks for listening break it down all right, have a good night. Lucha! Lucha.